Welcome to the Our Town Podcast, where we connect you to Sacramento. Our Town Podcast is brought to you by the Chris Kennedy team at Reliant Lending, your total mortgage solution. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or refinance, let Chris and his team at Reliant Lending solve all your mortgage needs. Call today at 916-794-0777. When somebody says Army Corps of Engineers, like I have had many of people be like, oh, they work for the Army, you know, or they're in the Army. And, and uh, so that's why I kind of wanted and how big the presence is here. And then nothing better than to have their kind of uh, media person on to talk about the Army Corps of Engineers. But if you do that for the, uh, what is it, the SGSA, GSA? So I was with the Army Corps of Engineers, then I went to the Bureau of Reclamation where we control all the rivers around here in Sacramento, all the gotcha. dams in the Central Valley, basically. Gotcha. gotcha. From there, I'm on a temporary promotional detail for four months with US Geological Survey based out of Reston, Virginia, but I'm 100% teleworking. Okay. And so, at the end of that detail, I expect to be hired on with that, with that company and still work from home in Sacramento. Gotcha, gotcha. So now do we focus in on that? Do you wanna like go after that? No, I would just stick with the Bureau of Reclamation because I can just, because I mean, that is a Sacramento-based thing, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. and it has to do with the Central Valley and like all the rivers and and dams, and keeping the water moving out to the Delta, the Bay Area, feeding the fish, feeding the farmers. You know, getting them their water, allocating that water. Nice, dude. Let's talk about that. That is perfect. Okay, okay. I love that. Um, so I didn't know you were. I didn't know you had made that jump from Army Corps because. I remember you doing all kinds of stuff with Army Corps. And then I remember, I mean, we've known each other a very long time. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, and so first off, like, how did you end up working for, uh, so as long as I've known you, how, how did you end up working for the government? Gotcha. So... I uh, was Sacramento State University, right? Yeah. And um, I graduated business. And at, right when I was going to graduate um, business, I started rowing towards this. And I got on the rowing team at Sacramento State based out of uh, the aquatic center over there, uh, Lower American River, Nimbus Dam. And so going there, I met my future wife, Fidel, who was on the rowing team. And yeah. I was like, I got to stay in school. I got to stay connected and keep an eye on her. And I loved rowing. It turned my life around, you know, get nothing straightens you out quicker than getting up and being, you know, exercising from six in the morning till eight before classes. Right. Yeah. It's not very. So I was doing that. And then that was what prompted me to apply and go to graduate school. So I could stay in school. So I could still check out my future wife. Yeah. And so that's what I did. And um, I kept rowing and, and staying out of trouble and just getting faster and better at it. And eventually I screwed up and graduated. <laughs> so then I had a business degree and a, and a communication graduate degree. And I was like, all right, what do I do now? Well, I could go teach. So, and I'd already been teaching at Sac State and taught some classes and I enjoyed that. That didn't seem the right future for me. So I actually was 
answered an email from a former student of mine to come work for this large mortgage company, which is now defunct, not to mention it. <laughs> yeah. um, but before they shut down, you know, I went over and uh, applied and he's like, you know, you can make all this money and da, da, da. I'm like, well, that's what I need. I know I'm going to propose to my wife. I, I'm not making anything, you know, I have some debt. So I tried it out and I loved the refi mortgage business and um, just killed it in that for a few years, got rid of my debt, put my wife through nursing school. And then the whole company fell apart. So I was like, well, I need to do something. And so that's when I applied for a mutual friend, told me about a uh, student internship for the US Geological Survey based in Sacramento, which is a federal science agency. Nice. Yeah, um, they do. They handle a lot of stream gauges, earthquakes. They're the backbone of the federal science community throughout the nation. It's humongous throughout the world, um, as a matter of fact. So I went to there and through a series of internships and jobs and promotions, I was able to maintain uh, presence in Sacramento and worked in the public affairs office, which is dealing with the media, um, you know, finding subject matter experts or being the subject matter expert yourself. So if you just Google me and, and these agencies, you'll see some of the news coverage and that I was involved in. And there's a lot behind that more than just being on camera. You have to make sure you're saying the right things. You got the right person uh, who you want to put out there in front, but if they're not available, then, you know, you put the spin doctor on, on camera on quote, and you got to know what you're talking about, or you will not hear the end of it. <laughs> or you'd be working in Siberia, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, that's where I'm at now. Born and raised in Sacramento. I don't see myself ever leaving. I've traveled around here and there, so I've seen some beautiful places, but with family and friends and access to just about anything you can imagine, Sacramento is where it's at. And I've seen it grow and grow. Nice, nice. Now, um, so what you were you were saying that the where you are now you guys uh handle like all the do you guys do the engineering for dams or what do you do for like the waterways what is that yeah so that's that's a good question so bureau of reclamation uh started actually in nevada here in their first project was in the early 1900s this diversion dam so basically you have this water rivers that come down from the hills and it floods and how do we control that and divert it so we can start growing crops and have people move out west, right? Wow. Okay. And so now what you hear about mostly here in the Sacramento region is they're the federal and then this branch of the water control, water control agency and the, the state has their own department of water resources and they have their own reservoirs and duties and people they serve. So for instance, Reclamation serves about 70% of our contractors are agriculture and the rest are municipal, you know, people and, and wildlife. Whereas the states kind of flip-flop, they're mostly people and then a little bit of the farms. But we work together because a lot of times the infrastructure, we have to share canals and so forth. And there's only one delta and we both have responsibilities to have how much water needs to be out there to keep the salinity down and you know to not over pump basically yeah and so that's what we do it's called the central valley project so we so manage you, the central valley project it's about 500 miles worth of dams or canals and about 20 dams sorry what uh, well uh so do you are do you kind of oversee like the i mean obviously we're surrounded by some of the best rice 
growing in in the world right um do you guys kind of oversee that whole water all that stuff great question uh, we are the wholesale branch of that maybe to put that into you, you know term financial terms in real <laughs> estate so we would divert that out to irrigation districts or whoever has contracts and then that's up to them to distribute that okay huh and then um, I remember uh, when we were running quite a bit back back in the day, uh, we would, uh, you were telling me about like, remember when the dam broke and all that kind of stuff? Uh, what was that in? When the dam, the emergency, uh, Lake Orville? Yeah, Lake Orville. So was that your guys' responsibility? Were you guys covering all that stuff? No, that's the state's main dam. Ours is Shasta. Okay. So like, so most about, Two thirds of the state's water is up in the north part of the state. And it has to go down to get it down to the south. It has to all go to the delta. And then you have to pump it from the delta south. And we both pump into San Luis Reservoir and we share that reservoir. Wow. And then that's the, that's the down and dirty. There's a little few more tributaries in the San Joaquin and Friant Dam. There's a little more nuance to that, but that's basically what it is. So the state controls the San Luis excuse me, the state controls um, Oroville, and then we, our mother load, the one we control is Shasta, uh, Folsom, San Joaquin, okay. River, American River, um, Stanislaw. Question, so how do, so with Northern California, Southern California, there should be a dividing line probably, but how it, it never rains down there i don't see any water down there where do where, where are those guys where do, where does that 40 million people get their water you know right yeah great question and i know just a little bit about that it's it's uh, compounded from a, lo a little bit of everything you know san diego i know uh, they just completed recently a big desalination plant there's a lot more to that everyone says just desal everything you got the ocean right there yeah maybe but you got to do something with the salt water that you're treating and there's a lot of environmental flaws. And so you kind of have to come at it from a lot of different approaches in kind of one. So you got to reduce your water. You got to import it from somewhere else. You got to uh, reuse it where you can and, you know, create your, create your own or suck it from the ground. There's a lot of groundwater, but as you probably heard, that's depleting, especially down there in Southern California. And it, once you, take water from the lower levels below this uh, Cochrane clay lever, la layer, it, uh, it collapses and it won't fill back up again. So that's why the state is developing the, the stigma, the uh, Groundwater Management Act, State Groundwater Management. Wow, well, why don't we- Answer just... your question. Oh, so that, so the people, how do you get that? So they're from the Colorado River, from DSAL, from San Francisco. I mean, it's all a big system, um, very complicated, but they, basically try to get it from anywhere you can gotcha. down there gotcha so just i i i know one guy that could figure it all out just call elon musk he'll have it finished <laughs> yeah he build <laughs> build one of those hyperloop tunnels or something just, yeah. uh, what they're trying to do is build that tunnel you know yeah pump uh, that water desal tunnel that's a, that's what it should be <laughs> <laughs> yeah awesome awesome so um so now you're still fully involved in like the day-to-day -day media so you go around you do you do do you do internal training do you do what do you do sure i've done some internal training and uh, as far as how to handle queries and 
you know, the do's and don'ts, which uh, best practices, if you will, a lot of the people don't like to deal with the media. You know, you have a lot of these PhDs and they just don't have time a lot of the time or, or the, the want to, to talk to the media or speak on behalf of the federal government. So a lot of it's emails, you know, through our office to DC to make sure we're all saying the same things and the new administration or whatever administration is at the time is okay with it, depending on how much they want to be involved in what we're saying about federal government and California's water. Cause it's yeah. very, they're very, it's a different beast out here in California from what I understand compared to everywhere else. Yeah, well, we all know that California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I started, I think they were saying, well, we're the eighth or ninth largest economy when I started with the federal government. And now I just read recently we're the fifth. So it just keeps getting more and more. But it's crazy because it seems like everybody's leaving, you know? <laughs> right. Everyone's following Joe out to yeah. Texas. Yes. Yeah. No, I, it's funny. I, I refer so much business to Arizona um, and Idaho, uh, mm. Oregon, uh, Tennessee. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you would want to go live in Tennessee, but uh, I was actually on our list to check it out. I, hey, it's a great place to go listen to music. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. Maybe get some yeah. good barbecue, right? Yeah. Yeah. But to just you know, Bud that. Light, trucker hats. <laughs> no, it's not Bud Light, dude. It's Miller Light there. So. Oh, Miller Light. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's the one that just says light on the can, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It's like a fresca, uh, you know? So, <laughs> but they serve for water, right? Exactly, exactly. So uh, now are you, now are, you guys are based here in Sacramento, even though you are, are a federal agency. Right. So one thing about Sacramento uh, appealing to a lot of people is the fact that it's the capital. And so you have a lot of government agencies, a lot of government workers here. So, you know, for the state, especially, but then you also got to consider federal. We had a lot of bases around here, military yeah. bases, and, and you know, also support staff to tie into the state government at the Capitol. So there's a lot of government workers here. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I noticed when the, you know, over the last few years, when they'd have a shut, shut down, a temporary shutdown, just the traffic just disappeared on the freeways, you know, depending on if it was the state, which I had a free reign, you know, and then the federal would have their issues as well about operations but um yeah there's a lot of federal work or excuse me a lot of government places yeah. to to do here a lot of things to do well it's funny because I, sacramento is kind of cool because it does have it has it has uh county it has state and it has feds all like right here for you know creating jobs and all that kind of stuff in the area um okay. is there like a if somebody did want to uh get on get a job with you know the, with you guys um how is there like a process that i mean it sounded like you went through like a big process going through all this stuff is there a more direct process to to apply um i know for engineers they kind of have a fast track if you're outside the government um being having your engineering degree you can get offered more money and fast track to come work for the federal government at least that's what it was that was the case recently 
Uh, it's all based through USA Jobs, which is so, just a website. You can just click where you're looking and you just where the open slots are. It's kind of like the military. If there's an open slot, you know, then everybody goes and applies for it. There's only so many slots. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. Unless you want to get in. And also the other way in is getting in on a student internship, you know, which is what I did. So if you're just starting out getting out of college and you're, you're willing to work your way up, you know, you can get into this, work your way into the system. And then from there, if you want to move around, uh, you can very easily. Yeah. I've heard that similar to the state as well, as far as, you know, staying in California, but uh, changing agencies within the state. We, we have a mutual friend, I think, who has done that. Who, who did? Oh, Leslie? Yes. I've, yeah. 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 She's awesome. Um, so, yeah, th that's super cool and good to know that uh that there is a way to kind of like get in there um in in other ways like doing the student internship is super huge um especially for kids coming out of sac state and stuff like that as well oh yeah yeah they have lots of programs of pathways they're eager for students and um, i forget what it's called but if you're a, a fellow there's a, if they have a fellow program they'll come and they'll try and snatch you out what's a program Certain colleges, um, and I don't know, it sounds like it's Ivy League-ish to me, it but it's... Um, it, it sounded like you had a lot <laughs> on, yeah. Yeah, well, no, I've, uh, I just know that in our office, we're trying to backfill some positions, and that was one of the things they were trying to get. Well, we're just going to try and go out and get a, a fellow, you know, and it could be a female fellow, just, just that's just some sort of program. So all kinds of little programs to, to get into other agencies. Okay. So just got to look. I haven't looked in a while because I'm I'm already in. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You you've secured your spot. Yeah, I got in, and now I'm never leaving. What is this new thing you were talking about? So you kind of transitioned. Um, you're transitioning from here into something based. You can still work here, but you're you're you have people in a different area that you answer to, or how's that work? Sure. Uh, um, this is one of the great things about the federal government is they have these uh, positions called details. So even though I'm a 1035, which is a public affairs line of work, I can go in a detail for, say, I'm interested in real estate, and there's a real estate specialist opening in, in the same office or in the same building, but in a different agency, you know, Bureau of Land Management, um, Bureau of Indian Affairs. And I say, Oh, you know, I kind of want to try that. You can apply. And even though your job series, your MOS, if you will, doesn't match, you can still go there. And, and if you qualify for it, you know, can even get paid more. And then however long the detail is, they can extend it or they can say, thank you very much for helping us out. We're going to open this up to the public, what have you, there's different ways. But you can also be hired directly onto that position because now you've been kind of trained and they have a direct hire capability to do that through the through the details so that's yeah that's what i'm on now and then uh just uh, and this is something i've been asking absolutely everybody how did did covid affect you guys did they do a shutdown were you not able to work like what what how did that work for you so covid actually benefited me because i was driving four miles from here to the federal building and would have to, you know, go in and do that whole spiel, laundry and iron clothes and gas and all of that and fight traffic, whatever to get home. So as soon as COVID hit, they said, okay, max telework. 
And so they sent everybody home and they provided, you know, you could assign or apply for extra monitors. I already had all that stuff. So it was no big deal. Yeah. Um, so then, and I had an extra room where I could, Hey, this is my office. I'm in my home office right now. It needs to be decorated. I apologize. I mean, we just moved into this new house recently. So the, these are just temporary decorations. I threw up there because I was tired of looking at blank wall. <laughs> um, so, and then now what that also allowed me to do is get used to some of the new emerging technologies Microsoft has put together that we have to use now Microsoft uh, Outlook 365 and the whole Teams environment, which is based off, I found out off of Chrome open source. So that's yeah. why it's working. Yeah, Edge is now, Microsoft Edge is working great. Like, wow, yeah. because, because it's, it's basically a Google product. But um, to back to your question, how does it affect me? So being able, becoming familiar with the technology and working from home, I am now able to work for this fully remote you know, promotion that's based in Virginia. And there's a couple of people that, that live there that work in that office. But now there's somebody, two of them live in Virginia. One person lives in Florida. One person lives in North Carolina. Another lives in Denver. And now I'm the West Coast representation in California. Nice. So if there's any, so I've already thrown my name in the hat. Like, hey, if there's any volcano eruptions or any in Hawaii, you know, I think I'm closer than y'all. You all go ahead and send me. <laughs> they, they laughed at that. <laughs> uh, and, you know, it was funny. I was reading something about it. So now you handle, you were saying something earlier about handling like earthquakes and stuff. Like what, what's that? Well, I'm, I'm kind of keyed into that. So the USGS is the uh, science of a changing world. I, mean, I used to have a, a magnet up my wall not long ago. You could see what it was, science for the, the science branch, right, of the federal government. Um, and so to answer your question, when there's, they have these, all these alerts. So there's, right now, there's a couple big ones in Japan. And so they're like, they have these bots that feed these automatic tweets and they get a lot of play like man i've been trying to do my own tweets and if i get you know 150 likes i'm just like yeah that's just like a monster tweet yeah and then these these are several hundred or thousand depending what it is and they're just bots tweeting this out a lot of people pay attention all over the world to the science and and the services that we we provide um and so are you guys anyway or let, let's say something happens in Japan because of what you do. Are you guys looking for like tsunamis in Crescent City, California? Is that like, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Good question. Yeah, absolutely. You want to see like, you know, are there any casualties or, or yeah, is something going to come and affect, you know, the United States? Um, yeah. I and mean, I'm still kind of figuring out why we'd be involved or we have these sensors, you know, in Japan and, and how that would benefit the American taxpayer. But it does somehow. I just can't answer that right at this moment i've only been working there a few weeks yeah <laughs> so give me some time yeah so i'm still just meeting some of the people but uh basically i'm the um the the bureau's social it's a headquarter position the bureau's social media lead so okay. like when i first tell people that oh did it, was that you tweeting that or was that your facebook post i'm like no i'm so i'm a, i'm far removed from that there's teams of people there's about 130 or so uh project or product producers, product managers for all the social media accounts. There's 400 something, including the RSS feeds of those bots. There's like 400 some uh, feeds or social media accounts. And so I've got to try and figure out how to us to communicate better and to stay connected. So, you know, just to kind of move it into the next, its next era, because there's a lot of it grew and there's a lot of other accounts from what I understand that kind of need to tie in together. So 
now I don't know. I'm fascinated by all the cool science, you know, amphibian week and, and yeah. this lava and all the B-roll in Hawaii, like, oh, that's so-and-so. And like my team knows these people and they're right now getting the beginning to launch a new uh, website. I don't even know if the public will notice, but everyone's excited of the new platform um, that they're moving to. And so I'm in, I'm in that digital services side of Office of Communication and Publishing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That's pretty cool. Super, super interesting to about four people, like my family and now you. <laughs> like, oh, here's, I know what social media is. I know what a lead is. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but uh, you know, so far they don't, I don't have to produce any content. I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. But so I'm just kind of the behind the scenes coordination coordinator of all that. I've got the keys. I've, you know, if I have to share my screen, I can log in to any one of those accounts yeah right right now but um what we need to figure out is how you can just make this podcast once i post it go viral. <laughs> right. I, I i know i have some uh connections there's a guy on my team who uh yeah who's trying to get his his son connected with uh, epic games somehow he has connections so <laughs> nice awesome yeah I just think it like where, where we have fifty thousand hits or something like that on this yeah awesome yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, thank you so much for we we gotta uh, meet up for a beer. Uh, Dukes is not too far. If you ever want to meet up at Dukes and grab a beer, uh, where's, where's that? I know Dark Heart Brewing is right up the street from my house. Kind of a new pirate theme kind of place. It's a pirate theme. Do you have to like wear an eye patch when you go? <laughs> There's an eye patch uh, inside there. <laughs> is it any good? Yeah, I mean, I just went there once and, you know, had a pint and grabbed a couple for home and I thought they were just as good as anywhere else, you know, uh, cap, tap room, cap, tap, it's a fun we, place. We can totally meet there. I'm down. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll drive over there. Yeah. Let me know next time you have some time. We'll, we'll jump over there. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm base. I'm baseball five nights a week. Did I help you at all? I know you're still recording. Was this any help for the podcast? I feel like I didn't talk about business at all. I mean, what are they going to splice from that? What was that? So I, mean, I don't see what they could splice. Thanks for tuning in to the Our Town Podcast, where we connect you to the people that make Sacramento one of the top places to live in the country. If you would like to feature your business on the Our Town Podcast, email admin at thechriskennedyteam.com. Our Town is brought to you by the Chris Kennedy Team at Reliant Lending, your total mortgage solution. Chris can be reached at 916-794-794. 0777. Again, that's 916-794-0777.